Hello, you're listening to 37th in the World, the official podcast of the Georgetown Journal of International Affairs, the academic publication of Georgetown University's Walsh School of Foreign Service. On 37th in the World, we dive into crucial global trends and speak directly with experts working on issues ranging from security to the economy, technology to society, and more. In this new segment, Five and Five, our producers will delve into the top five most critical foreign affairs developments from the past week in just five minutes. This week, Israel began the next part of its campaign in Gaza, moving into the southernmost city, Rafah, despite concerns regarding the high IDP population. Second, the Russian anti-corruption crusader and opposition leader Alexei Navalny has died in a prison colony in Russia after returning in 2021. Third, after controversy surrounding Senegal's lawmakers' extension of President Macky Sall's term, its constitutional court has intervened in an election must be held as soon as possible. Fourth, Japan's economy has fallen into a recession, dropping the formerly third largest economy to the fourth spot globally. Finally, Indonesia has elected its newest president, Defense Minister Prabowo Subianda, a man formerly banned from entering the United States due to a history of human rights abuses. Rafa, the southernmost city in Gaza, has had a population surge from 250,000 to over 1 million people since October 7th. Israel now intends to commence a ground invasion into the city, as the IDF claims from sources, including released hostages, that many Hamas commanders and fighters are hiding within the city. On Thursday, Israeli forces conducted an operation at the Nasser Hospital, located just five miles above Rafah, reaffirming its imminent invasion. Gaza civilians now brace for the attack, with the United Nations Relief and Works Agency facing challenges to provide assistance after funding nations paused aid following the release of information that at least 12 members of the UN agency participated in the October 7th attacks against Israel. Secondly, Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny has died in prison at the age of 47, according to authorities following his loss of consciousness after a walk in the Polar Wolf Arctic Penal Colony, where he was serving a three-decade sentence. Navalny's death has drawn condemnation from Western leaders, including U.S. President Joe Biden, who claimed Putin for the opposition leader's death, stating, Make no mistake. Putin is responsible for Navalny's death. Navalny's movement, although outlawed, is expected to persist, and supporters have organized meetings worldwide to honor his memory. The Kremlin, dismissing accusations of murder, faces international scrutiny over Navalny's demise. Thirdly, Senegal's highest court authority has intervened after extensive riots against the parliament's previous ruling to extend President Macky Sall's term. This decision came amidst claims that numerous members of the opposition had been forcibly removed from parliament and claims of a constitutional coup. With the constitutional court's intervention, they've declared that extending the presidential term is out of the jurisdiction of both the president and the parliament. 
while an election in the next 10 days, its original date, may be unreasonable, the court demands an election as soon as feasibly possible. Fourthly, Japan's economy has contracted for the second straight quarter and is now quickly slipping into recession. Both consumer spending and business investment has fallen due to rising prices. Japan's central bank historically combats deflation by lowering interest rates, which should, in theory, spur spending. The largest indicator of the Japanese economy next quarter will be wages, which will need to substantially increase to avoid a larger economic slip. Finally, Indonesia, the world's third largest democracy, has elected its newest president, Defense Minister Prabowo Subiando, a former general during the brutal and corrupt Suharto dictatorship, which ended over 25 years ago, Subianto was closely tied to torture and disappearance allegations as a special forces commander. Subianto's history and other recent declines in civil liberties in Indonesia generate concerns for the country's democracy. This was 37th in the World, the official podcast of the Georgetown Journal of International Affairs. Please be sure to subscribe and leave a comment and rating on whichever streaming platform you use. To support the podcast, you can click the link in this podcast's description that says support the show. To read other insightful interviews and articles, please check out gajia.georgetown.edu.